Synthaholics. Welcome to Synthaholics. Today we are at a very landmark episode. Uh, today it's myself, Aaron O'Brien, and as always, Dave Duncan. What's up, Dave? This is Synthaholics. <laughs> this is Dave. Today we have reached our birthday of our 300th episode. And we're really close to the birthday since we started in May, I mean March. So, I mean, we're not that far away from what would be our what, seventh birthday sixth birthday something like that good god i don't know how long it's yes. been many so moons three three hundred yes it's uh there there's our 300 300 <laughs> episode trumpet announcement trumpet announcement oh that so this would have been this uh, uh this would be our sixth birthday coming up wow it's crazy so yeah so this is an episode I thought we should just take time to reflect, talk, because not only are we hit the 300 episode, that Dave and I are going to take a little break with the podcast, and we're going to kind of reorganize and decide what we want to do, and maybe we can talk a little bit about that during this episode, and just talk about why we want to change gears as well, you know? Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's uh, it's been interesting. We, we started... We started Synthaholics before um, all the CBS All Access new content was coming out. Uh, we were kind of living in this like desert wasteland of, of uh, new content for uh, Star Trek. I mean, I think we had Star Trek Beyond came on during the time that we were doing our, our, our podcast. But well, before that... Yeah, Star Trek Beyond came out about a year into the podcast because... Okay. You had uh, we had been laid off from Yahoo, and that was our first podcast in a, in a while together, uh, sitting in the right. in the parking lot, watch uh, right after we saw the movie, steaming up the windows and making people come check on us and talking about horse semen yeah, like, for some reason. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I I so yeah, it was um, it was a time where we were like uh, we were trying to. Um, well, we were excited for Star Trek, obviously, because we were big fans of it. And we were even trying going into a lot of the uh, f- uh, fan-produced uh, stuff. So we, I think we, we talked about Renegades. Star, Trek. Yeah, Star Trek Renegades. And then there was Captain Pike thing that we were part of, but that never panned out. And that uh, was a thing. Yeah, and that just was a giant hot mess, which got the fan film rules imposed upon us and... Oh, uh, us. I mean, I guess us, the fans, us, the people who are creating the content for the Star Trek fan films. But we did get Star Trek Continues, which was wonderful, too. That happened sometime during that period as well. And we got to meet and have a couple shows with the wonderful Michelle Specht and Kipley Brown and... Yeah, a whole bunch of people. So we we yeah we got to talk to a lot of them, and it was fun. We it was in you know those those episodes are highly enjoyable. So 
But uh, yeah, and then we uh, obviously got into the CBS All Access uh, with Discovery and Picard and Lower Decks, and you know we've had our ups and downs with it. And um, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think uh, you and I have decided that maybe it's better if we step back from the Star Trek franchise a bit because um, it's not doing a lot for us. Yeah, it's it's personally just not doing a lot a lot for either one of us and. The way the show is designed now, it's just so frustrating to watch the show week to week and talk about it because mm-hmm. it's 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 like they're like I've been saying this for a little bit now, at least on Facebook. I don't know if I've said it out loud on the podcast, but it's like these seasons are like a two part episode. They spread out over ten to fifteen parts, and. I don't know, because, like, I mean, Stuart brought up a really good idea, you know, like, when he was talking with us about Discovery Season 3 as a whole, and he's, like, the the whole Kelpian, you know, screaming and it causing a thing. He's, like, that's, like, a like a classic TNG episode. And I'm, like, thinking about it, yeah, it kind of is, but that'd be, like, a one- or two-parter at most. Them stretching yeah. this out over so much time is just antithesis of what Star Trek should be or, or could be. Right. And right. it's just kind of frustrating to watch it because they just slow burn it. And Kurtzman is under that school of J.J. Abrams' mystery box bullshit that is not fun or good and needs to die in a fire and be buried. Well, it it has its place once in a while, but you can't just keep on hashing out the same thing over and over again. And and not just that, it's just that um, it's the ideas aren't that incredible, you know, like. If you're gonna do a whole season, let's let's really like knock our socks off and think of some really crazy ideas to explore, or or some uh, moral quandary for us to explore, and we just don't get any of that. And we would get that before, and not every Star Trek episode, but you know, probably out of every you know five episodes, you get like a really you know showstopper. Mm-hmm. You know, for most uh, most series, you know. Um, your mileage may vary on some, but yeah, but we just kind of got to this point. We're just not super excited what we're seeing and in Star Trek Picard, we had high hopes and that was kind of just boring. Uh, there was, there were some fun developments during it and, but I just, it wasn't anything that I, I want to continue to uh, devote my time to. And I know you feel the same way too. Yeah, I think I think when we address Star Trek in the future, we'll probably just take it in larger chunks and just kind of talk about our feelings. Because I think it'll be a lot easier for us to digest and, and talk about and and see the whole picture uh, instead of just grasping at straws and then never being dumb enough to predict how dumb their plot's going to go. Because, I mean, I would have never predicted Kelpian child screaming causes burn because it's just... It just doesn't right. make any sense, <laughs> and it's just not—it's not that satisfying. It came out of I mean, nowhere, right? Right, and um, I don't know. So, uh, we, I mean, we we feel disappointed in how. I mean, I know I feel disappointed in how I feel, but I know we feel disappointed in those these series. I mean, we we both enjoyed Lower Decks immensely. Yeah, Lower Decks uh, was, was was a lot of fun. That was a huge surprise at how how fun this was, and it just kind of sh- goes to show that it seems like. Kurtzman was no nowhere near this show, probably. Yeah, right, right. And, and you know, Strange New Worlds looks very promising. I, I'm, I have high hopes for that as well. Um, I'm not really excited for uh, Star Trek Prodigy. Um, not, I mean, I'll I'll watch it, but I'm not 
probably gonna like if it's not really my thing i'm probably not gonna go crazy and watch every episode i sorry you know um i don't know it's, it's difficult because you and i uh really love the franchise of star trek and warts and all i mean we know there's some stinker episodes out there i mean like and, uh, these ds9 if wishes were horses that is a awful episode but it's also kind of one of my one of my guilty pleasure episodes because like you got o'brien arguing the rumple stilt skin like what the hell is that but it's kind of amazing how and, and how bad it is yeah, yeah um but it's got characters you love and like i just like i've been i'm like in season four of deep space Nine. i've basically been binging it i so like i don't know guess i started before like an episode or two ago and or, or my wife and i are already through season four and it's the first star trek she likes other than the original series like she watched picard with me and hated it she's watched discovery season one part of season two and all of season three with me she hated it all yeah and this is the first star trek she like hell like i was at work we're working from home the night and she put it on without me and i was like i, I kind of I'm, I'm halfway paying attention to work looking behind my shoulder when i watch deep space nine <laughs> Right, right. And it's just night and day because there's characters on the show. It's got one of the largest casts of any Star Trek show with a, a big main cast and lots of recurring extras like Garrick and Gul Dukat. Yeah, and fantastic characters. Zial. Yeah. And, lots of, and lots of crazy developments and, and not a serialized story, but a story that kind of just keeps on a plot that kind of moves along through these episodic shows. And it, it works. It is. It does get more serialized as it goes on, but it's still episodic in nature. You can still watch an episode and be like, "Oh, it was fun." I mean, seeing it in in its whole is definitely better. But but these new shows, these new Star Trek shows, you can't really watch them out of order. Still, I think the Harry Mudd episode is the only one that can kind of be taken on its own. Right. Right. Even right, after yeah, three yeah. seasons, I mean, I guess the first couple episodes of season two were kind of episodic, but then they just fell right in line with like it's all super connected, so you kind of have to watch week to week, and that would be fine. I, I would, I, I wouldn't mind a week to week show where you have to watch the previous week to know what's going on if there was like interesting things going on, and it's just kind of like dull, and I just. You know, I I wish there was something other than it being Star Trek keeping me watching this, like it being good. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's how I feel about it too. Is like I'm watching it because it's Star Trek, but it's not really. Uh, it's not giving me any boost or any excitement. I'm watching it because I feel obligated because I've loved the the the, the whole series or, or uh, franchise for so long, and I'm hoping something gets good. And I just. I mean, they has glimmers of things that are exciting or nice or things I like and characters I like, but there's not anything that makes me go like, man, I got to tune in for next week. It's more of just like, Ugh. why couldn't you Osira know? be um, Gold Dukat? Why couldn't she be the Gold Dukat of the series? Why did they introduce her? Tell and then kill her, and then kill her, and then she has this plan where she wants to join the Federation. That could have been like a multi-series arc where she's always trying to, like, yeah, we gotta like. She keeps altering the deal, and like it gets them to sign it, or maybe they do sign it, then they have to, you know, try to annul it. You know, they, they could have done a Gold Ducat thing with her. That would have been great, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. and you know, they've also just dropped the ball and just lore and stuff between the characters because we've had Tendi and Lower Decks. We get no Orion lore in that, except for I guess they're not all pirates anymore. I guess where they right. used to be like five years previous, and then we've got her. But I mean, she's just generic bad guy number four or whatever. She's 
right, got right. no depth or character or backstory or or lore about her race, anything. And it's just like we've got Deep Space Nine where Quark goes back home and deals with his mom who wants to wear clothes and like is making mm-hmm. profit and like these Maybe. characters have like background and depth and lore and their own reasons for doing things and there's the culture that they're in. Like I just watched an episode of Deep Space Nine where they go find Goldukat and Kira go find this crashed Kardashian ship and they find his daughter and he's talking about right. their burial rites and like how it's you know we don't let anyone but Cardassian see the body like, just lore. Like what's going on? There's almost nothing like this in Star Trek Discovery. Not a lot. And even the stuff that is kind of there is kind of two-dimensional like the kelpian and the blue or whatever the race that was ruling them was so it, it would first of all it was unconscionable that they would have allowed that to go on as long as they did i mean the federation um because they end up getting into the mix anyways and i know the prime directive and all that shit but that's all bullshit too because you know Captain Georgia comes and gets gets uh, Saru off of Kelpian because he st- strings together a radio. I, I it just it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I mean, like I, I shared an article from Screen Rant. I know a lot of people hate Screen Rant. I got a lot of people. I don't understand like, why do people hate Screen Rant so I, I, much. It doesn't I, I, bother, it I doesn't bother people, me at all. But you know, it was it was titled something about like Roddenberry's. You know, there's four things for you know to make a perfect Star Trek episode, and you know. Roddenberry, I've said it many times before on the podcast. I don't, I don't idolize Roddenberry specifically. I feel like he's a George Lucas type, where he had a great general idea, but he's terrible at the specifics. Right, um, right. and he had a lot of character flaws. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, he 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 invented Star Trek, and that was awesome. But he he had he definitely had character flaws. His ideas for some things weren't like the most solid, and you know, it shows. But the the show the uh, one of the things they cited in that screaming article was believability and yes it's science fiction you have to suspend your your disbelief because it is like out there in future tech and stuff like that and for most star trek i can but then you get episodes like threshold where it's just so dumb you you can't like wrap your head around it so i mean when right. they when they push you beyond the believability where you cannot no longer suspend your disbelief. That's mm. where I start to fall off. And Star Trek generally kept you inside. And every now and then, like there'd be an episode like threshold or the, the Omega particle or whatever that would push you outside that, like believability bubble you've established. But for the most part, most of discovery and Picard are just outside of this, you know, believability zone. And I yeah. and that it, I mean beyond the story being feeling incomplete to me and, and to Aaron and uninspired and unemotional. I mean they're crying all the time, but I feel nothing but like why are they crying again? You know it's it's yeah, it, right, it doesn't right, right. tug at my heart screen seeing other people cry. When yeah. I feel attached to a character, that's when I and then something bad happens to him. I mean like some of those O'Brien must suffer episodes are fucking tough. <laughs> Like when he loses his daughter, he loses yeah, his yeah, daughter yeah. for like 15 years or it's 15 years to right. her. And then like, he's got to right. give her up. I mean, like that's heartbreaking. Like he was in prison for 50 years and he's going to off himself because he can't adjust to being back. I mean, that's powerful stuff. Yeah. No, no, nothing no comes it, close to this in discovery at right. all. 
And right. and this watching them cry doesn't make me sad because I don't care. They haven't made me care yet. They haven't, they haven't earned it. Yeah, they haven't they earned ha- that. Exactly. They haven't earned it. And, you know, there's O'Brien, been no character to Yeah, with O'Brien, we saw them in Next Gen and we saw them kind of like progress. And we, we saw his daughter being born with Wharf and all that stuff. So, I mean, <laughs> and 10 there, forward. So many, that was great. There's so I mean, there's so many things that you'd be like, wow, that's, he had such a great character arc, you know? And like, and so when things happened or you, you, if you were invested, you knew. So, and you know, some people could say, Dave, that, that, you know, discovery characters or Picard characters, they just haven't had time to gestate long enough to, to, to come into their own. I would argue by now, most discovery characters should be there, you know? And some characters are like more than others, but we're three seasons in, and we only are like one and a half seasons worth of Star Trek because of the short seasons. Sure, that's true. But at the, at the same time, they're also not trying to develop their characters because all they care about is Michael Burnham Burn- and in Discovery, and then in Picard, the show that we expected to be all about Picard was all about Soji, mm-hmm. um, right, right, and Narek and you know, forgettable Romulan number six. You know, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I, I just, I, I, you know, it was just, I, they, they're just, they just jump to these conclusions and they expect us to care. And I just don't, they haven't yeah. earned these emotional payoffs. They keep trying to force through on the screen and it's just disappointing. I mean, uh, someone I was arguing with on Facebook was saying, oh, like Deep Space Nine is just like discovery i'm like how you've got episodes devoted to nog who is not a main build character who's only a recurring character every now and then nog is hugely important i mean he's jake's friend and he does join starfleet as the first Ferengi, but he's a side character and he's got multiple episodes just about him and he's not even in the main crawl for for Mm -hmm. for the credits i mean I mean, right, right. people who are building the credits for Discovery barely get five minutes of screen time. Yeah, exactly. I, it's just yeah, – yeah. it's night and day different. And and without the ensemble that Star Trek usually is provided, the show just has a lot less depth than it ever used to. Sure, I don't like Jake Sisko episodes often, but <laughs> they, have, they have a purpose. Right. Some, yeah, people, some, people, some people might love Jake Sisko. Right, right. I, I just, I guess, yeah, in, in pulling away from it feels right. Um, and maybe it's just one of those things where, like, we tried and it's not working out. And the thing is, is I know some people are, you know, avid fans of these new episodes. And, you know, if this is what you like, that's cool. You know, we're all entitled to what we want and to, to, to see. It's just that I think Dave and I feel like we're at this point where uh we've subjected ourselves long enough and not that we won't ever talk about these you know new new series again it's just that i don't think we want to put all our energy into it anymore and um and in the 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 fandom is so bizarre i mean i i'm not for the the toxic fandom that's out there the people who just bash things just because they don't like you know, the representation of different, you know, people or, or I, I don't know, maybe they just don't like new things. I'm not really sure what, where it all stems from, but I also am not for the, the fandom that just, um, you know, just because it has Star Trek slapped on it, it means it's great. That doesn't, that doesn't jive with me either. So, but it's also the Star Wars fandom too. It just, it's so oh, bizarre. Yeah, like, so, I don't well, understand I mean, yeah. what's happened in the past 
10 or 15 years or I mean, maybe even six years. Social media has given everyone's a voice. And unfortunately we've noticed that there's a lot of people out there that are just unreasonable. They get behind their keyboards or on their phones and they can just say whatever they want. And they don't care about if they're like being dicks to anybody else, you know, whether you're, you know, you know, just making fun of a series because you don't like that there's a gay person in it, or you're just making fun of someone because they don't like something, and then you think that they're some kind of homophobe, racist, or something like that. I mean, there's there's so much in between. There's so there's so much gray area, and and people just can write anything they want. They can say whatever they want, and it's just it's fandom is just off the hook. And obviously, everyone feels entitled to their opinion. But they're so entitled that, you know, as we saw with the, the the new Star Wars trilogy that came out, you know, the fandom just completely tore everything apart. I mean, there's obviously the people that loved all this new stuff and the other people that literally hated everything that they did. So, I don't know. It's it's really difficult to um, to navigate these waters. It's, it's, it's difficult to enjoy the things because I know the Star Wars that I grew up with or the Star Trek I grew up with is not going to be the same. And I have to accept that. But I also expect a certain monicum of storytelling and of integrity of of what those franchises represent. And I, I got to say, both of them have fallen down quite a bit, uh, in my opinion. They, they don't quite make they don't make the grade as they used to. And, um, and don't get me wrong, I'm not defending the prequels either. So <laughs> <laughs> they have some, they have, prequels have a shit ton of problems. So, but in the same thing with Star Trek, I mean, I'll, you know, I grew up with TOS, but there's a ton of TOS that, you know, we've talked about it on these episodes. I'll make fun of them and I think they're shitty or they were just dumb. And, uh, and it goes through everything, TNG to DS9 and, and, and Voyager and enterprise all the i mean there's plenty of things to make fun of and there's plenty of things to praise it's just that um i'm not finding enough to make me want to stay that's the problem that, for me personally yeah there's not enough good in kurtzman star trek and i don't understand what's going on with it i you know our good friend guy davis uh He's on the praise train because, you know, he grew up through all Star Trek like we did. And, you know, he was also one of the naysayers, you know, and for at least for Deep Space Nine. I don't know about the other ones. I don't remember exactly what he said. But, you know, you know, where people would be like, oh, this isn't real Star Trek. It's not my character. It's not this. And, you know, it happened with every iteration of Star Trek. And people sure. are saying that all the haters are just going to turn around and love it one day. But I, I think it's different at this time. I don't think I'm right. ever going to find a soft spot for Picard or Discovery unless they just massively get so much better that I can forgive the first three seasons or, or whatever. Um, yeah. I, I just I don't think I don't think it's possible because Alex Kurtzman, if he has a track record of bad, mm-hmm. I mean, he's his his like his ambition is tr- trying to do a giant shared universe and he 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 drove the amazing spider-man franchise into the ground in two movies trying to get a uh a spider-man cinematic universe off the ground uh tom cruise's the mummy was supposed to be the first of like six or seven movies in the monster universe which alex kurtzman was involved in that also crashed and burned he's got star trek now and they gave him five more years, what, three years ago, 
Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why they decided to give this stuff to him, especially if any of the all the negative stuff Midnight's Edge or Doomcock says is remotely true. Why would they have signed him for five more years? I, you know, just, who knows? I mean, these people, they're all like, they're, they're so like in bed with each other. They all love each other and, and people have connections. So it makes them more powerful in certain areas with producers and, and, and studio execs and stuff like that. But it's more to me, it's like, I don't think these people were ever really fans or even wanted to be fans. So, you know, I mean, it, it just would have been cool if, if, somehow they would have brought back few of the people from before or, or some of the, the, the people involved and, and, and got them involved in the story writing or, or the plotting and stuff like that, just to, to navigate the, these episodes better. And, and I know they've gotten better over time, but I don't know. It's just frustrating because, you know, as, as we've said, we, we do, we do love Star Trek. It's just, um, just not there, man. Just not for me. And you know, I'm sorry if if uh, it, you know. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I just don't think it's that good. And it doesn't make me want to spend eight ten dollars a month on uh, on uh, a subscription that I don't really care about. You know, I, I you know we're doing it because we're doing the podcast, but it's like not that interesting. Yeah, and then also like since we don't work at the same job anymore. There's a global pandemic. We don't really see each other. And so our, our one time a week we talk to each other, we're talking about something we're both, like, not enthused not crazy about. about. <laughs> and it just <laughs> kind of like, hurts uh, a little bit because it's like, you know, yeah. we're, we're friends. We like to see each other and hang out, and we don't get to. And the and the one time we do, we're talking about something neither of us are just absolutely in love with the way we thought we would be or hoped we would be for the Star Trek show. And we were We wanted to be. When this was all announced, we were like, oh, this would be great. And, like, you know, who, okay, what's it called? It's Discovery. Oh, that's a great name. You know, what's the character? Michael Burnham. Oh, that's weird. It's it's a woman? That's a strange thing. Why would they call her Michael? I don't know. We'll find out. And we were all excited. And and, and uh, I, I knew Sonequa Martin-Green from Walking Dead, and she was fantastic in that. Fantastic actress, so I was, yeah. Yeah, she's a great actress. And... And then the first couple episodes, and we're like, okay, okay, it's 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 different, it's weird, but we're gonna give it a try. And then it just got more and more convoluted, and and we just kind of like, I don't know, it's like I don't, hard to explain. It's like they kept adding weird magic things for Vulcan, like you know, Sarah can teleport himself across space and time through his Katra or whatever, like making up stuff. Like Tuvok didn't even believe in a Katra. And yeah. like, yeah. and and Sarek, who's alive during the same time Tuvok is, is teleporting his Katra across the universe to talk to Michael, to talk to Michael. Um, yeah. You know, dis- everything in Discovery is getting like way more magic eyes. Like Vulcans are way yeah. more magic eyes now. Trills are magic, or at least the Trill symbionts magic, because somehow they're gonna try to bring Gray back next season, even and, though and, he's and, dead. I, and and that and that's the other thing is like I. I find the science and you know, I know they made up a lot of shit for, you know, for all these, or, or they, they stretched the science as far as they could for certain episodes and, uh, uh, for all the series. But I find the science highly dubious in a lot of things that they're, they are, they, they're dealing with, you know, and, uh, you know, the mycelium met- network, I don't really understand. I've tried to give it like I understand what that where it stems from 
you know, where, where the idea of, you know, uh, mycelium or, or mushrooms, fungi runs through, like their root system goes all over the place in, in a forest or in, in nature. But why does it go through space? And what is it? Like, is it, I just, it's so like, I, it's not like a real thing. It's like a magic road or something like that. It's like Thor in his, uh, uh, was it the, um, the rainbow gateway or whatever? The rainbow bridge, you know, that kind of thing and, and how they, they travel from all the different Bifrost and stuff like that. It's like, this is all made up. Like it's, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's weird to me. So it's like, what? I'm and, willing to suspend it's, it's, my disbelief. It's weird. In, in, it's, in the comic book, we can just suspend her because I mean that's just that's just the magic they made it for the comic book. But Star Trek was supposed to be grounded in real science, and, and when it starts to get magicy, it just feels wrong. I know. I feel the same way, and I, I get frustrated because I'm, I, I, I don't expect like it to be hard fast science all the time, but it seems like they're just like, let's just make things up and be as crazy as we want, and. It sometimes that's it works, but other times you're just like, okay, you're going to hang your hat all on this now, okay? And you know, whatever, I can let a lot of things go. Obviously, I mean, it's just it's it's science fiction, it's fiction. So, but it frustrates me. So yeah, instead of just harping on why we don't like it, I just I, I think we should just that's that's kind of where we're at. We're we're just we're just going to step away from that stuff. As for the podcast, uh, Dave and I have not decided really what direction. I know we want to talk about uh, things we like again, and maybe that's movies or other TV shows. I mean, we did enjoy talking about The Expanse. God, um, I mean, I want to get back to it, and we kind of promised people we'd get back to it, but that might be a little bit in coming uh, due to the break. But, I mean, season five's been fucking amazing. I can't, I haven't watched the last episode of season five yet. I can't wait. I can't wait for season six. I'm not there six. yet. I'm, I think I'm still in season three. God, it's just, so. it's just been, it's just such a great show. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, I'm like so excited for more expanse. I'm so mm-hmm. excited for more of the boys. I am not really looking forward to next season of Star Trek Discovery. Like, there's a new mm-hmm. article coming out that says, oh, we're, it's season four is going to have the first season with an all female bridge crew. Like, what are they going to kill the Asian guy and the black? I can't, I'm sorry, I can't remember their names because they're barely ever <laughs> named on the show. So they should have killed them off. Are they going to put them lower decks? Like, what about those two guys? Yeah, yeah. Or did they, they not count? Up. Or did they not count as men on the bridge? Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, I just they I, don't I, identify as men. I, you oh, know, that's I, true. Maybe, I, maybe that's true. That's true. But I, I guess to me, it's more. I just don't want. Um, I don't want to spend time doing things that is not going to uh, resonate with me or resonate with you. And, you know, I enjoyed when we talked about Dune. Maybe that was a little bit of a slog. Maybe we should just talked about Dune as one whole book. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe that's what we'll do in the future if we do a book review. It seemed like it seemed like people – we did get downloads for it, but didn't get as many as Discovery. Uh, maybe people weren't that interested in the Dune book itself. Or maybe um, we just spread it out over way too long. Yeah, possibly. Um, I know there's other Dune podcasts that are out there, so uh, that they're that break down like even more than us. Like they they get down like really granular and a lot of stuff. So, but they're complete Dune fanatics kind of things. So. Whereas I'm a Dune noob. Noob. I'm a so Dune I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I I just um, I'm I'm at this point where I I think we both need to do a little soul searching. And we got to decide what we want to do with this podcast and everything else. I, I, I think um, 
we've had a lot of fun. That's that's for sure. Yeah, because we've had some really good episodes. Like I mean, like talking about I mean Joe DePinto, our friend, he's suggested just go back to talking about old Trek. Yeah, I and I you know I'm not saying we never would. It just it seems like you know that's you know, some of those are you know twenty some year old episodes or or older or fifty something year old episodes. And you know I love them all, but is there that many demand? I mean we have, and that's the other thing is there there is a glut of of podcasts and and YouTube channels that are talking about Star Trek, and you know. I'm not saying we don't have a voice and all that, but some of them are, are much bigger than us. And I, I don't know what we add to the conversation sometimes other than just our opinion. You know, so I get a little I get a little bit like, what what's the point here? We also know? have our reverent sense of humor, but it seems like most Star Trek fans don't care for that reverent sense of humor. Except for the people who still listen <laughs> to Synthaholics. You guys are great, who, <laughs> yeah, like, who still yeah, listen yeah, to I mean, us. It, if you don't mind our... a butt joke or a dick joke once in a while or a couple boob jokes thrown in. I mean, I, yeah, come on. It's funny. It is funny. It's fun to, fun to laugh at the naughty parts. You mm-hmm. know, so. <laughs> I, I, so, yeah, I get – um, I, I think that we need to think about what we want. And, you know, Dave and I have been talking a little bit, um, you know, off mic about ideas. Uh, we're not quite there. But I, we also want a break because – Honestly, you know, we've been talking about this stuff, 300 episodes, almost every week. We've very, very rarely not made uh, like a, a week that we haven't released. I mean, up more so lately, recently. yeah. Up until recently, because, uh, you know, we had the holidays hit, and then I think a couple things happened. But um, we've been pretty regular uh, regular about uh, hitting our, our release dates every every week. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I love the, um, I love our conversations and we've had a lot of awesome guests come on. I mean, a lot of people I love talking to and just hearing what they say. I'm Jen the thing on Pop Warrior. She's always blast to have her. We tried to, we tried to have her on during discovery, but she's been really busy with life and she's got a new EP coming out. So, uh, that Kickstarter actually just ended. I I wish I would have mentioned that earlier, but I, I did, I was on the Kickstarter, picked out shirt size, uh, yesterday for it. Yeah. And uh, and like we've had a couple episodes back, we had Stuart from Trek yards and we've had Samuel as well uh, in the past. Um, Larry Nimichak, um, Guy Davis all the time. Guy Davis, so many times Guy Davis has come in to guest with us and, and just talk track or talk whatever we're talking about. James Kerwin from Star Trek. He was like in the you know directing side of Star Trek Continues. Lisa mm-hmm. Hansel joined him that time. She was she did like I believe makeup and hair. Yeah, on, she was fantastic. On Star Trek. Trek. Kibley a couple times. I mean, mm-hmm. I I still want to have her back at some point so we can finally do that uh was it what's the one after Prometheus? Because she had her whole talk about Prometheus, we had the whole like awesome metaphysical talk, like the the double slit experiment, oh my and oh my and God. Do, yeah, yeah, do, would androids that. be aware of it? I mean, like we've had such great conversations and great times, and then we had Michelle Speck to talk about, you know, the Data uh, Offspring episode, and I made that right. the joke where she wanted to jump through the mic and strangle me, and I was like, "Have you tried turning it off and turning it back on again?" <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I know we've had so many great people, and and you know. I, 
I don't know. It's, it's been great, but it just, uh, I don't want to do things that are, uh, I, I'd rather have those conversations. I'd rather get guests with like, with fascinating ideas or, 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 um, great ways of looking at the, at the universe, uh, than just talk about a TV series and, and, and rate it how we, how we liked it or didn't like it. You know, that's, that's, I love talking about the big ideas. I love talking about the, the ethics and the morality of things. I, I don't want to get into the nuance of like, was this plot point stupid or good? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it gets it gets just mundane, and it's just like you know. I mean, if we talk about so like we a should book we like should pivot Dune, to a, be a philosophy podcast. Well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> we just and maybe we talk about bigger ideas, and you know, maybe we talk about like a, a book like that we want to talk about, like a, a bigger book, and talk about its implications and all the things that go with it what makes a book great you know like you want to talk about wheel of time and stuff like that so we could get into wheel of time and just break out what's great about it and what what's the possibilities of that i mean we talked about uh last episode we Hell, talked the about show Tenet. keeps getting pushed back so we, we might be able to like finish the first book before the first season comes out true true enough yeah <laughs> i mean we talked about we talked about tenet and we talked about like you know time and and you know all that stuff which was in that was interesting i mean the movie's really off the wall in some ways but i think the ideas and the concepts are great to explore it was it was and, fun to talk about um although apparently some people really hated it because uh we got a couple comments we got when we posted like oh, this is a terrible oh yeah this movie. is a boring <laughs> movie so stupid i, I don't it's agree with them but you know I, I noticed Christopher Nolan has some detractors for some reason. I don't know what he's ever done to people, but um, uh, his audio mixing is terrible. That's what he's done to people. Well, people he's angry. made our you ears bleed. Blew my eardrums out. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Um, yeah. So, and and you know, there's other things. You know, Dave is uh, a, a big uh, video game player, so he loves uh, all sorts of games going back you know, what, probably 20 years of gaming that you are into, all sorts of games you'd probably love to talk about. Well, um, speaking of games, I, I made a Twitch channel for Synthaholics years ago. Um, oh, cool. My old computer was not up to the task of streaming, so I abandoned it quickly. Um, I didn't have a webcam, even without the webcam, just trying to do voiceover. Like, I don't think the stream came out very good. I think I tried to stream like Civ Five or something. Maybe Civ Six because it had just come out, I think. But um, I am taking over the the Japanese now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I tried to win as Japan so many times, I lost, and then my wife actually was—I uh, can't remember who she was playing—but we were we were playing as a team, so uh, she made giant robots and won, and I was just there. <laughs> I always play the Zulus. I always play the Zulus, and I do great in the beginning, and then I fall apart later on because uh, somehow they they're just they're great at the beginning warriors, and then they don't really. Something stymies it in the middle of it. I don't know why. But that's probably Civ 5 or f I think it's 5 that but I played a lot. I can't. It's been a while. I, I yeah, do, go ahead. I do want to try to do the streaming thing again. It may not be the most technically nice. I don't have a webcam yet or anything like that. But I was thinking um, trying to do some streaming soonish. I don't know. Within a month or so. Maybe within weeks or so. I don't mm -hmm. know. But it would be Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Synthaholics. I mean, it's going to be under our name because we, Aaron and I had talked. He definitely wants to keep the name because we had talked about rebranding, changing the name or whatever. So, I mean, I'll probably nerd out about Star Trek or whatever while I'm playing whatever game I'm playing. Um, 
Mass Effect trilogy, which I brought up a lot during the Picard, at least during the last couple episodes of Picard, uh, is being re-released and remastered come May 14th or 15th. I don't remember the date off the top of my head, but sometime this summer. And I want to try to start streaming before then so that I have some people following, so hopefully some of you guys following the Twitch channel. And then I want to play through Mass Effect uh, 1, 2, and 3 all streamed and it's to me that's the some of the best science fiction that's ever come out since deep space nine and the expanse is really close to being the mm-hmm. next best science fiction that's come out since deep space nine so uh that's kind of what i'm kind of hoping to do in the nearest future so um i hope you guys will want to check that out yeah check that out yeah and, and what's the address again for that for your or handle for twitch yeah, it's it's going to be twitch.tv slash synthaholics. So, I mean, whatever the normal URL is for the beginning slash synthaholics. So, just uh, our, our name. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a link on the show notes for this episode. So, you can just okay. go preemptively follow it if you are someone who follows Twitch. And... Uh, clicking on us live and i thinking i was thinking i'd also update the website and our you and our facebook page when i do finally start streaming so that uh you guys are aware of it um because i mean we're not we're not going anywhere i mean aaron and i'll still be talking we'll still be on our channels sharing memes and silly stuff and star trek news we will still be active on social media as as we've ever been i, I assume we're just gonna just take take a break from recording for a little bit that's all yeah, yeah. So, find, our, find our footing. So we'll be around. You can always email us at synthaholics at yahoo.com. Hopefully my game streaming will, will uh, be something you're interested in. And like Mass Effect, I'll probably talk about Star Trek a bunch during Mass Effect because it's you know near and dear to my heart. And, um, you know, uh, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, I'm still waiting for them to fix it. I might start a new character that doesn't rely on crafting. Maybe to play some of that over stream. I mean, there's there's lots of games I'm interested in. Uh, there's a survival game called Raft I like a lot. I mean, I could do a lot of different stuff on on uh, on Twitch. Um, it would probably have to be my days off because I work weird hours. But um, I do hope to start that up and and kind of because it was it was something I had always wanted to do. Just my old computer wasn't up to the task, and I'm hoping my new one will perform much better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. Uh, I hope that hope uh, you have fun doing that, and you know maybe uh, people can chime in and, and want to join, and, and you know I don't know maybe there's there's a community there to get, I mean, get involved. I as think well. that would be interesting if we can build a community there and just tell them, oh yeah, go listen to our old 300 episodes, and we'll be back for more podcasts <laughs> later. So I mean, like you know maybe we right, can grow, right. grow grow inadvertently through a different platform. Who knows? I don't know. And you know, and you know, like so, you you do the video games. I'm I'm big into comics. Um, I you know I love the Marvel stuff, uh, DC stuff. You know, hot and cold on some of the stuff, but um, you know, I'm more into off offbeat comic stuff, and and like you know, I love sci-fi comics. Um, and I'm into tabletop role-playing games. Those are things I like. Um, as well, so maybe there's things we can talk about in the future uh, dealing with that. I love um, old school D and mean, I've played mostly three five and some four point Yeah, and I'm currently doing a I'm running an online Zoom game with some friends uh, with D and D, you know, fifth uh, edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that's that's been fun because I haven't I haven't DM'd in a long time, so it's taken a lot for me to get back into the swing of things. So, uh, but yeah, anyway, so 
there's those things. Maybe we can uh, devote some time into things like that. But I'm not sure yet. I mean, Dave and I just want to talk about things that we want and and, and decide. Maybe we get different guests. Maybe we talk about books or, or video games or anything, and and we try to get more um, uh, just energy back into what we're doing because I think you know covering all this uh, the CBS stuff didn't really do much for our morale. So um, yeah, it's it's been. It's been a tough couple of years, a little bit. I mean, like, I think the most excited we've been was, like, the last couple episodes, talking with Stuart, talking about Tenet, and then, like, talking about The Expanse. Honestly, I think those are some of the most excited we've been um, talking about things recently. And Lower Decks, we had some, definitely had some good good times with that. Oh, I love talking about Lower Decks, yeah. yeah. But that was far too short, yeah. Yeah, it was over over far too fast. Um, Yeah, yeah. So, um... Yeah, I think, you know, we want to get into stuff. We want to be happier and excited and, and provide more value. I mean, like... And I don't want to... Yeah, I don't want to darken someone's doorstep because I don't like Discovery or Picard or, or whatever else may come out. I mean, I I get it. Some people love it. That's great. <laughs> you know, but you know, we're going to have to, like, figure out something else, too. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's difficult, you know? It's like we're kind of have to change gears. And that's why we're just going to take that little time off to kind of figure out what we want. And Hey guys, if you have ideas or thoughts, you know, please chime in. Let us know. You know, we're we're still available. We're not dead. You know, we're just gonna uh, take take that break, like we said. Our so. email box is still open. Our social media box is still open. Uh, you know, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. You can send us a direct message through Facebook through our through our uh, Facebook group. I mean, mm-hmm. we're we're not we're not we're not going anywhere. We're just gonna take some time regroup think about what we really want to do i mean wheel of time is a big passion for me i, I do want to reread the books for the show coming out and the show keeps getting delayed because covid is the gift that keeps on giving right um, right right for entertainment and you know going over books and stuff like that might be something we might need to be looking forward to uh in the nearest future considering like covid has derailed almost everything i mean yeah uh Black Widow's been pushed back for the 600th time, and right. <laughs> yeah, I know. like who Crazy. knows about the other you know Marvel movies coming out that you know we're both you know we both enjoy watching those, and you know some are better and than Dune. Others. Like we we thought we wouldn't finish the book Dune before <laughs> before the movie came out, and here we are. We we've, we've you know we're not even talking about that book anymore, and it's like we still haven't seen the movie. I mean, so, we got like a, we got like a year left waiting for the movie. Isn't is it coming out like end of next year or something like that? Or I have no idea. I can't anymore. remember what they pushed it back to. It was either like the end of next year, like summer of the year after that. Like it's a really long. It feels like it's a really yeah. long ways away. So, is, yeah. um, I mean, we definitely want to cover that because we love Dune. We loved talking about Jodorowsky's Dune. That <laughs> one time that yep. was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I mean this. I, we just want to get the show like way more uh, upbeat, like like yeah. it used to be. I mean, like I don't yeah. know. Like I mean, listening back to some of our old episodes is just like we were way more upbeat, and way more excited than than we've been recently. So I think we want to like get some of that old energy back. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, and we we, we just to laugh our ass off at things and not worry about. You know, people get angry that we alcohol made some joke helped. About something. We, we alcohol I, did help. Yeah, we, it used to always make us like a giant five shot uh, Long Island iced tea, and oh, I know. God, God like 
it's been like out of your apartment (laughs) (laughs) at two o'clock in the morning see you next week week, man yeah um like we haven't done that in like three years i mean like it was every week for a while and then and then i moved and then got married and covid happened and it's just like one thing after another and then you know also aaron got his job so i mean lots of things in life just kind of like kept knocking us back and lately it's just been covid yeah I mean, who knows when COVID's year. actually going to get like to a point where it's like we're back to normal. So, but man, but uh, there's, there's also a little bit of the energy because we used to be in the same room, drinking together, laughing together, and over uh, online. I mean, you know, you felt it. You know, doing your own Zoom meetings with family, it's just weird. It's not the same being in the same room with someone and laughing and talking. And you know, we like doing it. And you know, this is what we've been having to do doing it remote for. God, we've been remote for like two or three years more often than not right right so uh you know i mean it will still be remote for a long time i'm sure once we come back because like aaron's just said we don't know when covid's going away who knows if it will anytime soon so you know uh we are uh we're looking forward to doing that again hanging out drinking together and i think that'll help bring energy uh, that'll bring some energy back, and also talking about Alcohol something. Alcohol brings out energy. <laughs> yes, that's that's what uh, that's what jolts for too. Jolt. Oh Do they make that still? I wish. I don't know. I haven't seen it in years. I haven't seen that since the eighties. So I, I thought they had it like a, like they brought it back for a minute. They did. I, I mean, so. my first apartment in Buffalo it was right near a gas station that sold Jolt. I would go pick some up. Oh, really? Time cable. Okay, yeah. So. So that, was going that gas station is now leveled, but... though. It's just a parking lot now. <laughs> so there's no Two jolt. Too cans of jolt. In there's there no jolt. Yeah, they found out they were selling <laughs> jolt illegally, and they just bulldozed the place. Burn that place down. <laughs> what about the gasoline? <laughs> Fuck the gasoline. <laughs> People can't have jolt anymore. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it definitely helps to be face-to-face or in the same room. Um, and that has been a detractor for sure. Uh, and you know, honestly, we um, we say and do some inappropriate things sometimes, or get a little too silly for some people's taste. So um, that and that could be a lot to do with, like you said, the fandom. <laughs> I, I have noticed. I thought fandom just like silly things like I did, but there's a lot of people who are a little more stodgy than yeah. uh, than us. So um, they don't like uh, jokes that we make. So. Yeah, I don't oh, know, but I mean, some people do. I mean, we do we do have our steady listeners. We've had basically the same yeah. number of listeners since we've started the show till now. I mean, like our, our listens are very consistent. They've yeah. never really grown and they've never really shrunken. We've got a very consistent follower fans. We appreciate the hell out of all of you guys who yeah, uh, who been listen to us every and, week. And I and always always love to hear when you guys chime in and tell us something about you know that you like something or you had a laugh or. Uh, or just, you know, your thoughts on things, you know, you want to tell us what you think about uh, a series or an episode or something like that. So that, I love hearing all that stuff. It's well, great. It's yeah. Great I mean, that's, that. that's why we developed the the podcast and the Facebook group, because we want that input coming back. We want the hear from the fans of Star Trek and what you like about stuff. It's not just about us. And, you know, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, at our job, we worked at a whole bunch of nerds, but we were still the only nerds that really liked Star Trek. And so, oh, I know. Every- so weird. People are like Star Trek. Yeah. You're like, fuck you. What the fuck do you know? You guys are all nerds here. Why don't you like? Why don't anyone else like Star Trek? Right? Everyone else is so weird. It's so weird that you had to explain Star Trek to people. Like, how how do you not know Star Trek? 
it's it's just weird. It's, I, some people are ashamed to, to to admit they like it or, or don't even want to get into it. I don't I don't know what it is exactly, but I mean, we wanted to talk about Star Trek because it was something we were passionate about. And we yeah. want to talk about other people's Star Trek. And and if you guys are as passionate um, about it as we are, I mean, that's what the group is for. We want you there. And we will still be there. We will still be posting silly stuff and Screen Rant articles, despite how many of you hate the Screen Rant <laughs> articles. Because, I, I mean, you know, I think they make good points sometimes. And I think, you know, I was just posting that article because we've been saying something's missing from Discovery. Something's missing from Picard. And this article yeah. kind of articulated it a little bit better than maybe I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why I shared it. And I'm sorry people hated it. <laughs> you know, you can't please them all. And I mean, I, I saw you post the article and, and like some people agreed, of course. Oh, yeah, some yeah. Some people yeah. Have on it. So too, I, whatever. It's I'm, like, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying they did No one agreed on it, but it's just, it's just funny. Like some people were just like, Oh, screen rant shit. I'm like, really? They didn't even say anything else. They were just complaining that it was a screen rant article. So that's yeah, what just right, caught right. my attention. And I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. I mean, you know, well, whatever you like, but, um, yeah, we want the interaction there. It's, it's interesting seeing everyone's take on things and, uh, I was yeah, happy, to, always happy to talk track. So, I mean, start your own conversation, start your own thread, on the channel, you know, share your own stuff there. I mean, we've got 400 and something members and it's definitely more active lately than it's been like in the early years. But I mean, like, you know, you guys can talk and start conversations and start threads and stuff as well. Enjoy. It's there to enjoy the fandom. Enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. Star Trek and all that it is. It's a forum to talk. Or, or science fiction. We, We post Dune and comic book stuff there too. And my Twitch stuff will be going there. So, all sorts of yeah. stuff will be on our Synthaholics channel, not not just Star Trek, but um, Star Trek is the focus because that's how we started. Right, absolutely. I, yeah, I, um, I, I I love yeah I love when people chime in and tell us what they think or or stuff like that. And you know we've got we've gotten emails in the past where people have like oh thanks for everything, and other times people have been like not like critical, but they've you know been uh, they've told us what they thought when we've put an opinion out there you know and they and they come back and say i don't agree with you this or that so and i just appreciate the different points of view and i'm glad that people are out there listening and and if you feel something you need to say something you know we're we're here to you know to talk to you and 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 be part of that conversation so but yeah it's it's uh, i i'm i'm looking forward to trying to like map out a new new thing out there so and uh not sure what form it's going to take and that's kind of exciting. It's a little weird too because it feels like the floor has been taken out from us. Yeah, it but does also, feel it does feel really weird. It's like yeah, we're on we because we haven't decided a comeback date yet. So it's just kind of like, huh? Yeah, it, it does feel right. very weird not to be doing this every week. But the the thing is, I think when we come back, we'll probably be doing less frequent, uh, also to avoid burnout and and to really get into what we're gonna what we're talking about again, and, and also just. About- Life is just nuts. Oh COVID. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, like, even though we're stuck at home, it's just like things are nuts in different ways than they've been before. And my wife's in school, so not we're podcasting every week will be definitely good for her and her getting to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, and, and you've got hours. I I work a lot, and I have my family, and there. And I mean, there's like so many things that like factor into things, and and you know, yeah, we manage our own lives 
outside of these the podcast and the podcast a focus but it sometimes takes a back seat because you know we can't focus on all those things because we've got so much going on so maybe if we reorganize and think differently about our, our episodes and how we're going to release them and what topics we're going to talk about you know maybe we'll you know come up with a, a new a new way to deliver too so that's what i'm i'm excited for too i think um you know, obviously we have the audio format, but you know we also have the YouTube channel. I mean, there's a video mm-hmm. format. I know you're doing video for a long time. You know, you're talking about the Twitch channel. Um, there's that as well. I mean, there's so many w- ways to go. So, um, I don't know. So yeah, I'm I, I I'm looking forward to the future. I just want it to be something that we can like find our own way and and make everyone um, make people excited and and have fun and laugh. And, and enjoy the conversation as much as we did. So, because because that's one thing that I don't think we want to change. We definitely want to keep the humor, the irreverence about whatever it is we're talking about, um, and you know, keep it light and fun. Because I mean, I think that helps the listening experience. Being you know, yeah, getting a laugh in. I mean, I, for for the longest time uh, during the podcast, like one of my biggest goals was just to make sure I could get a big laugh out of Aaron, just totally unexpected. <laughs> Because if he's laughing, I'm hoping you guys are laughing too of some off the wall thing. I know I haven't been as good about that lately, <laughs> but um, that was always my goal well, for a really long time. Well, it, you haven't lately because we've been covering things that you're just not that crazy about, and <laughs> it's hard to be funny about stuff when you're just like, uh. and and not just that. It's just like we that's who we are. Like we want to laugh and crack up over stupid shit. That's we, we will make a dumb joke and, and then we'll just take it to a point where it's so ridiculous. Uh, either that you're going to like, you know, hate us or laugh with us kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think that's, I think that's where we are and, and we're never going to change. That's just, we, we love that stuff and we love being silly. And, 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 you know, if anything, that's the value we add to people out there. I mean, we're, we're as unfiltered as we are because we think it's funny. Right. And I'm, I'm I mean, hoping that Shadow Mapes and Dune would not be who she is <laughs> if she didn't have David Duncan reprising that role. So. Shadow Mapes, you know, she's Kermit. <laughs> she's got a big baggy tits flying everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's like, um, I don't know. It's like we need to find that 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 uh, groove again. So, you know, I we we look forward to hearing anybody what they have to say about you know maybe directions we should go into. I know some people have chimed in already, um, but it's um, it's 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 something we need to uh, we do some soul searching. Yeah. And uh, speaking of uh, pitching in, we do have an email from Brad. It's been a while since we've heard from Brad. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll read. I'll read most of this. There's some stuff I just can't read uh, for privacy reasons, but uh, I'll go ahead and read some of it. Uh, congratulations on your 300th episode. Ooh. This is an incredible feat, and you should be proud of what you've built over the years. The podcast has grown and matured, just like you guys have. I think we just talked about how mature we were, but <laughs> uh, young to be young at heart. To right? be young at heart, yes. And uh, you've made it uh, successful on your own. I look forward to hearing your show every week, and I just want to say thank you for the hours of entertainment you've provided through sharing your passion of science fiction over the years. I did go back and listen to a few of your biggest hits over the years. My favorite will always be Tinker Tenor, Doctor Spy Potato. 
God, that was that such was a, a, was a fucking good girl. episode. We were, we were laughing, laughing. so drunk. I think we were, weren't we? We like <laughs> I think we had a couple of the Long Island iced teas that episode because we had just been laid off from Yahoo during we the Great so Purge. The Great yeah. Purge and like yeah, yeah. If you don't know, Yahoo like laid off a huge like fifteen percent of their staff, and unfortunately, Dave and I were part of that. Those cuts. We were so. part of that fifteen percent, man. It's like you know, bad rolled the dice, man. Really low in that percentile. But it's good God, my life. I need to listen. <laughs> I need to listen to that again because that was such a fun episode. Like just we were just yeah. so off the wall. Just and and I think Voyager lets us do that because it's so ridiculous sometimes. Yeah, it definitely got silly at certain points, right? Like we should get like I think when we come back, we should get sloshed and watch if wishes were horses. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, I know, right? Because oh that's really silly for Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, back to the email. I know it was a bad day for you both, but as I'm sure you know, tragedy and comedy are close friends. No doubt, they no are, doubt. especially when you're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I know the show is going through a big change, but I'll know be there going forward to support and spread the word about your show. Again, congratulations. Okay. I'll definitely be there for episode 400. Ooh, On other 400. fronts, uh, I've said, I'm sad to hear you're taking a break. But I totally understand why covering all that mediocre Trek in short order takes a toll on you. Uh, with everything else going on, both in the world and your own lives, I'm sure you've got a lot to handle. David adjusting to married life is tough, even with someone you've known for years. Your wedding pictures are beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Aaron, I'm sorry to hear about your teeth in the military. <laughs> Any injury to your teeth or feet made you unfit for combat. They're just so painful and distracting. Get better soon, buddy. I know. They suck, man. Teeth. I wish I had, like, yeah. gummy bears for teeth. Gummy At least bears. they would break. Gummy bears, <laughs> gummy bears. Wasn't that a show, cartoon or something? That was. It was a Disney show. Yeah, they had to like like drink some like meth concoction to be able to balance or whatever. Like it was like rainbow. Yeah, that's meth. exactly what they did. They, yeah. they drank. They, they drank liquid meth. Yeah, <laughs> with mushrooms. Yeah, mushrooms too. Yeah. yeah. It, um, it, yeah, that's uh, teeth suck, man. And the older you get, they just don't get any better. Nope. They know better. Uh, it got to me, too. After I left my job and retired from the military, I became a bit of a recluse. I took care of my family at home, and I don't go out much and withdrew from everyone. It's uh, I'm going back to where I need to be, but it's been a rough year all around. It's been rough for all of us. And it's just weird. Like, we were at home, but I still feel as busy as ever. It's just strange. It doesn't stop. It just means you can't go out and do stuff uh, in public anymore. You have yeah. to either be well away from everybody. So, and, and when it's the middle of winter, you don't stay out for long. So, <laughs> oh yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, we're we're about to get buried uh, tomorrow night. Oh, I guess it'll be tonight for people listening to this the day it comes out. But we're about right. to get buried. Uh, they're saying under some snow. I mean, it, it usually isn't as bad as they say. And when they say it's nothing, it, we get like 16 feet. You know, who knows? Who's counting? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I do have uh, – uh, the letter continues. I'm sure you've got plenty of ideas for the show, the show should go forward, but I'd like to add a few myself. You're okay. totally right about having a format to your reviews uh, free from uh, free from works when you edit your discussion uh, to be as cohesive as possible. But one thing that we all love about your show is that you really don't cut much out as far as we can tell. As such, your reviews need to have some kind of guideline. This can help avoid some wandering that conversations can have sometimes. 
Mm. Just a simple list. You both stick to it. Help there. Also include a section where you say some positive things, but it can be more subtle than saying something nice section. Spooky Rise on YouTube does a most disturbing and most enjoyed moments on the films he reviews. It could be something that simple or anything else uh, or something more clever. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't cut a lot. Mostly I just cut for us and like gaps in time. Or if we just totally like mess something up really bad. <laughs> or if I say something that's just little, little, uh, that could be misstrued, I might cut that out. Um, but otherwise, <laughs> we too don't risque. Really, yeah. Um, and we cut out references to our work, like close to when we were working there. It's been years now. It's fine. <laughs> right. I mean, if, if you look us up on LinkedIn or, or look at our Facebook, or you can see your past work was at Yahoo. So, and, and right. you went to and, two yeah, and two that's, together. Yeah, that's, that's long past done, yeah. Yeah. And, and Yahoo's barely a thing anymore, so. Uh, number two, uh, let your episodes have a soft time limit. If they go over, let them uh, be a second or third part. I just watched Red Letter Media's review of Twin Peaks, The Return, and there's Ooh. no way they could have put it all in one episode. If you run long, it just means you get another episode out of one recording session. I would love to hear you review Battlestar Galactica like that. Each episode doesn't need to be review, but two or three hours uh, on each season is more than enough to hit the important parts. The pilot uh, probably needs to be its own episode. God, the pilot was three hours long. I know, right? Yeah, um, uh, just to set everything up. I, I love, I loved Battlestar Galactica the first two seasons. Then it got weird after the first two seasons, and then Caprica was a giant mess. Yeah, I know. Um, I really wanted to like Caprica, and they just like dragged, it didn't go anywhere. Yeah, it was they, kind of boring. They just dragged their feet for forever, and then the can't show got canceled. People wondered why. I'm like, they they had so much promise for Caprica. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, uh, back to the email. I know it's tempting uh, bringing up politics of the day, but it can really hit you, uh, really bite you in retrospect. There are a ton of podcasters and YouTubers who have been disenfranchised because jokes they've made a decade ago are no longer acceptable by today's standards. I stopped reading Penny Arcade over a decade ago because uh, then bringing up some ugly politics into my video game cartoons. And years later, they uh, faced a huge backlash from their fans over another misinterpreted political comment in episode 298. You said you could see the SJW influence of the writer's room for Picard and Discovery, uh, but even pointing that out may cost you listeners in your show. But that sometimes those opinions age like milk. It's better to try to avoid them. I, mean, I have no problem with SJW stuff. I just I just wish they would write good stories uh, yeah, I don't, around, I don't, I, around I, I, it. That that doesn't. I mean, I I'm all for representation and stuff like that, and and people having equality and and that is just more of. Um, I don't try to frame an SJW either. I, yeah, I, I try not to either. But I mean, those I, are I, trigger words for a lot of people. Like people, the conservatives don't like it, and SJWs don't like it, or or people of uh, of the very far left don't like it. So I don't even use that. Um, I just I, but I I agree. I think there's and believe me, if people go through all our episodes. If you really want to, I'm sure there's something you could pin on both of us that we've said or or done <laughs> that could get us in trouble. But who the fuck's going to listen to that many uh, hours of Synthaholics just to find dirt on us? I mean, you know. They must um, really hate us if they're listening to that much audio. But know, uh, Brad loves us. He listened to our old episodes again. Tinker, Tinker, uh, Tender Doctors by Potato. And was, right. No, I, and like, I don't think we, you and I have really varied too much on our, our stances on... On anything, it's, I mean, it's, I know it's we, really funny. We've, our, talked, our, 
we've talked about politics before. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I th- I just think it's funny that like our our we we come down and say a lot of the same things, but you're usually slightly warmer about it than I was, <laughs> even though we have similar opinions. Yeah, I I don't like to be because I you know what it is when you create something, no matter what a TV show, even Star Trek Discovery, I know it takes a lot of work. And there's a lot of people who put a lot of effort and, and heart into things, even if it's not to my liking. I still realize that somebody's worked real hard and put a lot of heart and soul into something, and it's hard to shit on on that, you know. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, yeah, they're getting paid for it, and you expect a, a, a higher degree for like writers and actors when they're getting paid for things, rather than just a free content, but. I mean, it's still somebody's somebody's put work into something. That's why yeah. I don't like to shit on it too hard, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's still like if if it's not doing anything for you, it's not doing anything for you. But going back to the politics things, yeah, I agree. You got to be careful, and uh, it's hard to talk Star Trek without getting into politics or ethics or. I mean, Deep you know, Space morality. Nine is all about politics and religion. It's like. Very different for Star Trek, but it's also really well done. Yeah, very. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because I mean, you know, Kai Wen, who's she becomes a spiritual leader, then she tries to become the you know the the you know the governmental leader too. So she's just like mm-hmm. she's trying to vie for all the power. Um, right, right, right. Miss Louise Fletcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see, but yeah, I mean, I I do agree it does age badly, but I mean, I I've never tried to say anything about the representation. I don't mind the representation. I think representation good, and it's always been in Star Trek. I just wish yeah they'd write the stories around the stories and not around the representation. The representation should be there, has been there, should always be there. But the I mean, stories the need to be written. Totally there was probably TOS. We didn't, uh, but there was. It's hard to get in the mindset of that time because it was 1960s. You wouldn't have an openly gay person on on TV at the time, and it wasn't fair. But that was where I mean, they the first interracial kiss happened there. I mean that that's how far back things were. I mean that's how backwards people's mindset was. So yeah, I don't know. Whatever. You know, it's it's we we are all progressing. All we are all a work in progress, and society is as well. And hopefully, you know, in ten years from now, Trek will be even more progressive and more inclusive, and so will our thinking. You know, yeah, I, that's all I, I, mean, can. I I just wish it was there without them like pandering to it, because I feel like I, they pro- I feel like they were pandering to it in Discovery and in Picard yeah. and everything, and they're not like not. I don't. It just. Not including it like in, in in a natural way. It always felt kind yeah. of forced and like ham fisted instead of just like being there, and the story being about everything else happening. It's like the story had to be about that for that episode. Well, and, and if I can bring up a sore subject, is you know when you talked about that last like very last scene of Picard and Raffi seven and nine holding hands like they're in a relationship, and you're like, where did this start? And people jumped on your throat that you're like a homophobe and he's like i'm not a homophobe i, I just, just wanted to see, see romance i want to see like, the story. give me that story if, if if something's happening let me know you know like all of a sudden it's like their relationship or where did that come from i mean the and, only time they spoke was when she was putting the handcuffs on her and then all of a sudden they're a couple like 
Well, you know, the handcuffs. I mean, but, I mean, it must have been really fun for Stefan, I guess. But I mean, <laughs> but, I mean yeah, I, that's where I get like it's like I, it's, that's not you're not trying to get into like there shouldn't be representation of lesbian or, or gay relationships. It's just like, why did that just get shown? And there's no nothing else. And, and maybe we'll see something in season two. Maybe. But I, mean, no, I, I would love to. See, I, I would love to see the lead up. I would love to see them flirt. I'd love to see it. Whatever. I mean, that's that's it's but knowing knowing the writers, they probably won't even address it or it'll just be like <laughs> or they'll be broken up by the time season two starts it'll be stupid like i don't, I don't know I, I just hate you know they just throw stuff in and they don't care about the lead up mm-hmm. i don't know it's mm-hmm. just i just feel bad because she got thrown in with jacote for no reason other than a uh, supposed dare from robert beltran so i mean like it, it just i just feel bad for her that she's been thrown into two romances with no lead up or anything at least Jacote yeah. had said more than two words to her before they were together. <laughs> they were yeah, mostly right, right. mean because he hated her. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was, I don't know. That it, was it a just, weird relationship. I, I mean, it just doesn't. I mean, I don't know. I just, I just want to see progression. I want to see the. Uh, you know, I, I don't hate anything. I just want to see lead up, progression, story, character development. Like just forcing yeah. something to happen, even because because we didn't know anything about Raffi. She was apparently married to a man because she had a son. I mean, it was implied that Seven had a relationship with a uh, Jesus, uh, Bejazel, um <laughs> or something of that nature. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. it was it was it was implied to be a sexual relationship, and I was fine with that. I did not complain about that. But just all of a sudden, she's with Raffi. I'm like, why? Yeah, show yeah. me, show me them flirting. Show me them like building interest in each other. I, I, I can't think of a scene they were together other than the handcuff episode before they started holding hands. Yeah, I mean, no, I might no. be wrong. Yeah, I agree, yeah. but I don't remember any interaction between them really. There's so much I blotted out from Picard. So <laughs> Force it out of my head. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, let's see. I totally agree with waiting until something either is over or at least until the season before you try to review it. It prevents a lot of speculation, gives you time to really formulate your opinions and watch the show uh, a few times and make a well-informed opinion. Watching the show then giving a review right afterwards is always going to have a skewed opinion. I hated the fifth element the first time I saw it walked out of the theater thinking it was the worst thing I'd ever seen. I can definitely say I was wrong in that opinion. I had time... I was just wrong about that. Uh, my opinion that I had time to think about the movie. So I mean, yeah, I mean there are, there are like you know sometimes first reactions aren't always the best, but I oh, I mean when I, I saw I first saw the Big Lebowski, I thought it was the stupidest movie I ever saw, and then the second time I was laughing my balls off at it. I thought it was the funniest thing I ever saw. So yeah, I, I get it. Sometimes you see things and you're just like, ugh, what is this? I mean, you I've know? watched and then season one and two of Discovery over again, and I don't think I could do it with three. <laughs> yeah, right, I, and yeah, I mean. I, I think if you had time to listen to, I mean, or, uh, watch the whole season and, and, and put all the pieces together and say, oh, you know, I like this or I didn't like this or, or whatever, at least there's more to go on. Yeah, I, I, think, when you, I think a lot yeah. of our speculation just ends up being meaningless when we talk about Discovery because they just never go anywhere that makes sense. So it's just like. We get excited for certain things. Like, oh, maybe they're going to go in this. Or like, remember the burn we thought might have had to do with. Um, the omega uh, particle or something. the omega particle or something like that we we there's all sorts of speculation and then we're like oh it's a kelpian screaming okay <laughs> <laughs> okay well that's uh that's a thing mm-hmm. so yeah it's just yeah it's just uh i think it'll be definitely easier talking about it not getting our hopes up since we'll have seen a lot of it before we've discussed it so i think that'll help a lot too um right. 
going forward. So I definitely agree that that's going to be a more a more solid way going forward, uh, at least with Discovery and Picard. A five, I try to record more than one episode at a time. If you follow the format and keep your episodes a little over an hour time, you could turn a couple of episodes at a time. You could even have a couple banked so you can uh, save some time off as needed. Uh, we did that for a while. We had always a uh, like a, a backup episode. We did for uh, for a little bit, and then and just then, in case something happened, and sooner or later one of us got sick or something happened that we couldn't make it. And we burnt the bank episode, episode and then never got back to it. Although we did record the Dune episodes always right after, so we did Dune and Star Trek back to back when we were doing that. But we yeah, were also releasing them the same day as well. Right. Uh, let's see. Um, the We Hate Movies podcast actually, uh, actually has seasons and takes uh, the summer off. Either playing live shows they recorded on the road, uh, past uh, best of episodes, or even their exclusive Patreon content over the last few weeks. Uh, is there a loss at the Holux episode none of us have heard? No, actually, mm. no. Uh, Trek Cast, one podcast I listened to for a long time, maybe one a podcast, like their second or third episode was like this lost episode that was never like, recovered or whatever, and they joked about it all the time. But There was one with me and Holly that we did a Doctor Who episode, and the oh. whole thing got like scrubbed, and we just, we, we had to redo it, or I can't remember even how we ended up, but Holly and I, you were gone for some reason, I can't remember. I, I, what, I, I, was, I was probably in Virginia with Kaylee or something. But we we talked we talked a uh, Doctor Who episode and I forgot which one it was, and it just the whole file got corrupted. Nothing worked. I tried to recreate it and I tr- we tried to rework it and it just so we lost it. So oh, there I, was there was one episode I know for sure. There was okay. So it was just an episode I was not involved in. As far as I know, all the episodes came out <laughs> for for the ones I worked on. Yeah, um, yeah. I, and, and did any of the ones get? the files corrupted or anything i can't remember no i mean we just had some like really rough uh recordings with our you know check a couple times with just cutting in and out that one of those interviews took like 10 hours to edit oh my god i remember yeah 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 jesus uh let's see uh so unfortunately there is no secret lost episode that we can uh, release uh during during the break Let's see. Six. Try crossover with a few more shows. I'd love to hear both of you on Trek Ranks or Trek Geeks. I was on Trek Geeks once, and we had Bill Smith. Uh, oh, I yeah. had Bill Smith on to talk about Star Trek V at one point in the right. past. I think right, we called right. it Sexy Potato Chip Time or something like that because uh, the with yeah with Bill Smith right <laughs> yeah Sexy Potato yeah because uh, you know Scotty and Uhura had the weird potato chip bags and they were like flirting with each other and then it never came up again in the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep and then uh how about some sponsorship and then you were on track geeks yeah you were on track geeks once yeah yeah but it wasn't like i, I was just like they they typically do like a they have a guest on to kind of moderate their like see it or skip it episodes i was on one of the see it or skip it's mm-hmm. um yeah, it was a good episode i remember listening to it yeah let's see um how about a sponsorship? Uh, I know you like being independent, but Simply Safe Hymns and NordVPN are actually pretty good products, and promoting them is not selling out. Uh, if I can keep the lights on, keep paying for those awesome images uh, we keep making for each episode. The Tenant one was awesome. Go ahead. I'll We'll still listen. I want a t-shirt. <laughs> he said I still want a t-shirt. Yeah, that Tenant one was awesome, Aaron. Aaron's been doing Knock It Out of the Park with some of the cover art uh, lately. I did the cover Thank art for you. the first, like, Four four and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Aaron's you, taken you were, over. Were, uh, in 
you know, a T-shirt. I, I have thought about that. If we go and we go further, and I don't know how we're going to rebrand or what are we going to do, but um, we should think about T-shirts. We should think about all sorts of stuff. You know, to get to get uh, to give out to fans. Um, there's lots of stuff we need to do more engagement with fan engagement, and I, I agree with you there. And um, it's it's difficult sometimes because you just you're so like. Um, I guess I guess I'm always trying to figure out what our how to represent ourselves, our our identity. And um, now that we're moving away from Star Trek purely, maybe we can do something a little more broadly, you know, sci-fi-ish or something like that. So yeah. let's see. Eight, get on the YouTube survey and polls uh, before they fix it. It's a great way to get ex- uh, exposure out there. Uh, What's that? I don't even know what that is. Uh, he says the this the this thing Brit explains a lot. He linked the YouTube thing. I can send that to you. And then oh, eight, okay. and then I'm sorry, nine. He says finally, passion, passion, passion. Your last two episodes yeah. have been amazing. You're really knocking it out of the park. You both had a lot to talk about. It were not against any time limit, and it showed. In particular, the jokes have been funnier. You've uh, both done a great job. Your passion. It's really showing uh, what you're doing because you do what you want and not what you have to do. The best example is making content out of inspiration and not obligation. Dave Filoni and John Favreau made Mandalorian out of inspiration. Rise of Skywalker was made of obligation. I rest my case. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like it was a lot of fun, and Stewart also like brought up some funny things, which were uh, I. I mean, like a, a lot of how my humor works is like. If it's if if there's something funny in the episode I could riff off of, or something funny Aaron said or so I guess said I can riff off of, and and uh, Stuart gave me a couple of springboards like two episodes ago, so that was a lot of fun. And yeah. Tenet was just it was really fun too. To- Tenet was fun to talk about. It was just a great idea and great to talk about. Yeah, but uh, it, thank you for that. And and yeah, I mean obviously we we have a hard time talking about like the new track because we are disappointed in it and we don't want to be late. I, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I, really I, don't. I don't want to hate Star Trek. It just, it just, ha- it just hasn't hit the mark for us, and that's, I, it's just yeah. kind of taking the wind out of our sails because we were so excited about it. Then it's just like uh, nothing's striking me on an emotional level that's like hitting me in the feels like a good Star Trek episode normally would. It's not, it's not igniting my imagination, and all that stuff. So yeah, I, I, I want, I want something like that, and you know. When we watch Tenet, you know, is it a perfect movie? No, but man, it, it gives you, makes you think, and it ignites your your imagination, uh, imagination, yeah. and and it gets you thinking about stuff, and makes you like, you know, and I love that when we have talk about a certain Star Trek episode, or we're talking about a movie, or so yeah, I mean that's that's why I get excited, and I don't know, we gotta we gotta hit those hit those. Um, you know turn the ignition again or something like that you know Mm -hmm. to get moved so it's difficult and moving away from just talking uh discovery or picard or whatever else i think that will help i i think we need to get into other things and and be and be uh jazzed about what we're talking about so i agree 120 percent yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for the email, Brad. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go yeah. into the rest of it. But uh, thank you so much for emailing us. All that it was a long email. You always put like your heart and soul into these e- these extremely long emails and have some very great points. And uh, no, I love it. Definitely yeah, that's be, awesome. Definitely be taking them to heart. And yeah, passion's a big thing. And I think that's that's why we want to take a step back because 
you know, it's the, the new episode of Star Trek has kind of taken the wind of our sails, taken some of the passion away. We want to talk about things that we are passionate about so the episodes are more exciting, funnier, and just more pleasant to listen to, I think. Or I, I hope, you know, you know, for you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I want I want to have something that we're talking about, something that's going to engage you, uh, e- either make you laugh, uh, make you think about things, or um, or just uh, you know just purely be entertaining. You know, so um, I enjoy those are the things I enjoy. So if I listen to something and it makes me laugh or I think uh, there's information that's like new to me that or 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 some thought that, you know, evokes something, that's what I get excited about. So mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm hoping that we can get that more back into our episodes. So, you know. Yeah, so, so, so do I. I'm, I'm I'm really excited about getting into stuff that I'm like way more passionate about because I mean, like, I'd love to get back to the expanse, and I think also we want to just avoid going into the granular single episodes. Maybe we'll do one here or there, but like, maybe do more chunks of seasons of shows. Talk about it in general because I think that might also yeah. be a little bit of a drag, just mm-hmm. being as granular as we've been. So maybe going more broad will help things be a little bit more uh, interesting going forward. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, th- uh, three hundred episode. Man, when we started this, Dave, <laughs> I just I couldn't even think that we'd even be this far ahead. You know? Yeah, no, right. It's 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 hard to think that at some point that you know, like, oh god, what, did we do the first episode at my house? Yeah. All right. And we were just sort of like, okay, you know, we're, you had all that equipment that you just bought. And, You're like, and what are you doing in my up. house with all this stuff? <laughs> and there's so much stuff and we're setting it up and trying to make it work right. And then we're like, okay. And then we were, there's just like, like, how do you, it's weird. Cause when you're I talking, took over his kitchen table, it was, you yeah, couldn't see the table anymore. That's right. All the wires and a spaghetti mess of wires and machinery. But you know, it's like, when you're doing a podcast, what you don't realize is that it's a conversation, but it's got to flow and it's got to be, um, you, you, when you talk to anybody, you're not really thinking that anybody might be listening or hundreds of people might be listening. So like (laughs) you, you get kind of nerve, like a little nervous, like you know, maybe some butterflies. And I mean, we shed that probably in by the second or third episode, um, but the first couple episodes, we were just like, ah, you know. Well, I mean, um, the second episode was also like talking about Leonard Nimoy passing. Like, ugh, what a gut yeah, punch. Yeah, back then. Yeah, it was, was just was like, holy shit, you know. It was just mm-hmm. like, I mean, I mean, I was at work and I found out. And like I listened to – I was like really big in the Warp 11 and I was listening to Beam Me Up to Heaven. I heard it. Oh, it was like right. the last song I listened to like on in my car on the way to work that day. And then, mm. like, I heard Leonard Nimoy died, and I was just like, I was like, I was heartbroken. Like, I cried at work a little bit, like, yeah. just like, just sad because I mean, he was part of my life for forever. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, Leonard Nimoy's face is familiar as my dad's face, like, because Star Trek was always on on our TV as when I was a kid. So I mean, like, and and Leonard Nimoy is like almost the face of Trek in a lot of ways. You know, I know there's lots of other faces, but for a long time he was almost in so many, fr- so many different series and the movies. And so, yeah. 
Yeah, it's just it's just like I grew up with his face and his voice and his you know and his he, wisdom and it's just and he is a gentle soul when you got to know him as an actor and you you found out about him yeah yeah did he make mistakes and stuff like that sure he wasn't perfect but you know I mean I'm not was, sure if I'm gonna shed a tear for Shatner I mean I'll Shatner? be I'll be sad but I'll it's be not sad, the, but I, yeah I it's it's different he Shatner's very egotistical and it's hard to feel bad for him because he's been so up on the top rung and he's kind of treated people badly sometimes and and the ego he was really mean to red letter media (laughs) i don't know if you saw that but i remember something about that but yeah i mean but he's been mean to a lot of people and you know i love shatner for you know the role he was i grew up wanting to be kirk you know as a young young boy um so but yeah i mean he's there's something He's just too too into himself, that's for sure. But so. yeah, there's just something about Leonard Nimoy that is just like the world lost something really good when 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 he passed yeah. away. I agree. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, podcasting um, is is you would think it'd be a lot. It's just simple as getting behind a mic and recording, but there's a little more to it. And it's a and lot of work. Having, I mean. I mean, yeah. we, we sit here and record, and then, like, I go off and edit, and I put up the website, and I post, and, like, I spend, like, it's it's a, it's a beta, it's like an eight-hour day for me doing a podcast almost. So yeah, I, there's I, a lot going on, I do my sure. I do my three hours, I do my three days of work, and then go into Thursday, uh, where we record, and then I stay up and edit, and I set up the website, and I publish it, and I put it on, you know, YouTube and Facebook and whatever, and, you know, it's... Two in the morning, two three in the morning. When I'm done, you can finally go to bed. And, I mean, and you know, not to mention like all the stuff we have to do to prep for a show too. You know, you you watch a movie, you watch a show, and then you have to like read up on things and and make sure that you're not like just talking out of turn or something like that too. So read up on stuff or watch other videos, gather information, watch behind the scenes stuff, read Memory Alpha. We, I mean, a lot of prep, a lot of uh, you know other work, and you know it's. Part of the reason we chose Star Trek initially is just because we were so impassioned about it. I mean, doing the work wasn't really a chore before. No, we like because we were just like so into it, and we are still so into Star Trek. But the new Star Trek, there isn't there isn't even much to find on the new Star Trek except these like articles saying, "Oh, we we have the, the we have the first black lead in a Star Trek show." I'm like, uh, "Did you ever see Deep Space Nine? Yeah, right, or we have right. the first female lead. Like, did you?" Watch Voyager. Voyager. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, they just keep all these like articles keep coming up. They're just like claiming they're the first of everything, and it's just like I'm pretty sure you don't know other Star Treks if you think you're the first. I mean, she's she is a black female lead. I mean, that is a first. But, that is a first. But I mean, they keep. I mean, they, I don't know. We've had a female lead and we've had a black lead before. I mean, I guess it's a first being them combined, but they keep calling all these firsts that may not be fully earned. I don't know. And I know we saw the first black female captain. I think it was in Star Trek four, the Saratoga, uh, Saratoga, Saratoga. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a Saratoga um, road right near. I always think of Star Trek four when I go by it. (laughs) And the probe goes like, like, I always look up for the probe when I'm by that, by that street. Um, I start making humpback, humpback whale noises and stuff like, "Mm -hmm." And your wife's like, what are you doing? Uh, nothing. I'm just preparing. <laughs> preparing for the probe. Um, yeah, so it's, um, so yeah, podcasting, 
it's a little more work and we have to like i guess retool ourselves on how we were going to set up the podcast and and then uh engage uh listeners again with what we're going to present with them so yeah but yeah, like feel free to keep sending us ideas either on the YouTube channel. I mean, I mean, sorry, the Facebook group or email. I mean, hell, you can post comments on our YouTube channel also. I mean, I, I do see them and reply to them yeah. uh, from time to time. Um, yeah, yeah. We get some strange comments that I'm not even sure how to reply to sometimes. So I just kind of don't. But um, <laughs> but if if it's like a well thought out comment, I will I will typically respond to it. it. May not be immediately, but I do usually get around to responding back to uh, YouTube messages as well. So YouTube, Facebook group, Twitter. If you got ideas, I mean, you know, Twitter kind of restricts your how much of an idea you can pitch, but uh, sure, um, we'll read it. All right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, man. This is going to be you know, a good time. We're going to just kind of like recharge our batteries a little bit, uh, get back into things we like, and maybe start thinking differently about what we want to um, present to everybody. And, uh, you know, like Dave said, we're not going anywhere. We're still here. We're just uh, going to take a little break for a little bit until we uh, get what present what we want to present. Yeah, and you know that that thing um, Brad was mentioning, uh, how a show does seasons or whatever. Like maybe instead of just doing every single year, maybe uh, do seasons. Maybe like have built-in breaks. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like go for you know intermission. Yeah, ha- have have intermissions every now and then. That way, that way we can keep keep the show going and and just have regular breaks going forward. So I mean I think I think that could right. be uh, very promising. So Brad, yeah, again, thank you, Brad, for the long emails. Uh, they've always been great, and uh, suggestions are also thank, very good. And thank you everyone else who, who sent in emails and made comments and and talked to us about uh, you know on the Facebook group and all the stuff that you know when we made the announcement a couple uh, episodes ago. Yeah, I've had a couple so, people message me um, privately on you know. Yeah, that's uh, we do appreciate it. We do yeah. appreciate it for sure. Yeah, um, you can still always reach out to us. I mean, we're we're here. Like we said, it's just uh, you're we won't be taking up room on your phone every single week for a little while. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know, Dave. So uh, should we wrap up this episode and uh, look forward to three hundred and one? Three hundred and one Dalmatians. Oh, wait, no, no, no not that many demolitions. <laughs> Demolition mans. Demolition man. That's what we'll talk about. Well, guys, until next time, we're uh, we're excited um, to talk more about um, all sorts of things with sci-fi and fiction and and other big ideas to go explore. And we really appreciate everyone from for downloading and listening and and and, and just becoming part of this community. I mean, we've met so many cool people. Uh, and we've talked to so many new people. It's it's been great. I mean, I mean, this hell, podcast I mean, has, has opened a lot of doors to us that we didn't think was possible. I mean, I technically met my wife because of the podcast. So, oh yeah, he kind of did because right? <laughs> I met yeah in a roundabout way. Yeah, because I, I met I, I met I went to a convention uh, with my recorder and was interested in talking to other podcasters and met Holly through another podcaster that we knew and. And mm-hmm. then uh, Holly's friend was my wife. Well, she wasn't my wife then, but she's my wife now. So, I mean, like, mm-hmm. roundabout way, like, because I did podcasting and did the convention circuit, that's that's how I met my wife. It's really incredible. And then also just emails from you guys, you know, hearing that you guys listen and appreciate what we do is, you know, 
uh, moving, and I'm, I'm glad you enjoy what we do, those of you who are listening. And, um, you know, we've just because we are a podcast, we've had the opportunity to. We, we talked with Walter Koenig, we uh, talked with, you know, people from Star Trek Michelle Continues, Nichols. we, we yeah. spoke with Nichelle Nichols, we, we hung out and like sort of had a drink with uh, JG Hertz at a con, and he recorded mm-hmm. with us and, and talked to, uh, you know, talked with us. You know, I got to meet Aaron Gray and Tony Todd yeah. and and try to get uh, a little bit of time to record with them for our podcast. I mean, like I've and just being doing this has opened up doors for me and being able to like meet people and do con- do the conventions and uh, it's just been great and it's been a great experience and I hope it's come through in the show for you guys. And yeah, we don't get a ton of interviews anymore. But maybe we can maybe do more of that in the future. Um, right. And we, we've been so focused I mean, on the new episodes coming out. So maybe we can start thinking more about that in the future and, and thinking about other, other ways we can um, explore ideas and, and have good conversations like we have from the past. But, I mean, also just the, with COVID, no conventions. I mean, usually there's at least one person we can interview at a convention and, you know, you know, voice to voice face to face and you know bring it to you guys in the show but with covid no conventions it's it's hard it's been restrictive yeah. in that way too because i mean instead yeah. of just trying to right. do online hookups with uh people to try to get them to come on the show you know they're there i'm there i've got my handheld recorder let's go talk so i mean it's pretty right, exactly. you know it's 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 great to have the convention circuit and it's just sucky that covid has made gathering in groups like you know, impossible or just, you yeah. know, not, uh, not frequent. And, and, you know, most conventions, as far as I know, still aren't going to be happening this year just from what I've been hearing. Yeah, no, it's going to, yeah, it's going to be very, very weird. And hopefully someday we can get back to normal, but yeah, man, um, been great. It's been great. And I, and I'm looking forward to, uh, in the future, getting back in, in the saddle and doing all this, um, and talking again and, and, and engaging with everybody again. So, but yes. like I said, we're, we're not going away forever, just for a bit. A vacation. A th- a, an after 300 episode vacation. <laughs> Almost six years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right, right. All right, guys. Well, uh, as always, you can hit us up in our emails at synthaholic at yahoo.com. Uh, our Twitter handle is synthaholic duo. You can find us there. Uh, you can hit us up on our Facebook group, Facebook forward slash groups forward slash synthaholics. And our Patreon is Patreon forward slash synthaholics. You want to donate to us there. And, uh, you know, uh, just hit us up. Let us know what you, uh, any ideas, um, any favorite memories. Um, anything uh, that you want to just uh, you would like to hear us uh, cover I mean hit us up either Facebook Twitter all that stuff I mean I mean hell if we have if, if we have enough emails like during the break we could just do an entire listener email episode yeah that would be cool too I mean because yeah, we've sure. been talking about this one email for like 30 minutes now so I mean like I mean, well, it, I was, it was a, it was an in depth email. Oh yeah, for sure. It, it so. was long email, but I, I'm I'm just saying, like, I mean, if we had enough emails, we could do an entire, you know, just you know, reading what you guys have to say. I mean, I actually really enjoyed listening to those kind of episodes on on Trek, uh, Trek, not Trek Yards, um, Trekcast, the the, the mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. old Star Trek podcast. I used to listen to all the time. Sure. So, um, yeah. yeah, those were always kind of fun to you know hear them interact with their their listeners. So I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed doing that with you guys. So I mean, uh, the more emails we have, we could we could do a whole uh, podcast on that if you wanted to, if we have enough. So, to you yeah, guys, 
awesome. All right, guys, until we come back, uh, stay safe, uh, have fun, and live long and prosper, one and all. Well, McCoy, my boy, come mix me a drink. Before the night's over, I'll puke in the sink. And we'll cry till we laugh, and we'll both shit our pants. You're the best drinking friend I ever had. Goodbye, crew world. <laughs> <laughs> I get in the bathtub warmed up. <laughs> oh no! Throw the toaster in. Toaster, toaster. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. Oh, three hundred. Three hundred. I have to decide how I'm gonna depict the. Uh, Kay- <laughs> Kaylee the didn't like the movie. She didn't like that one either. It's weird. How does it, I mean, I understand. It's more of just a complete, you know. It's oh, it's a it's a farce it's it's a farce on history. I mean, she spent half the movie just like reading up on what actually happened at the battle because <laughs> it's yeah, so it's, it's a very simplistic uh, view of what happened, and it's not really true. It's, everything it's 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 it. not true to history at all. But it's it's a visually arresting movie, and and, and you know the the comic book they've kept they kept really really similar to the comic uh, like the style, so that was cool too. I mean, the the movie is so visually arresting. Like, I mean, I, I saw 300 in the movie theater, and, like, even watching it again, like, it was still so visually stunning. I was still impressed with that movie, and I, I wished I was watching it on the big screen again. Tenet? Like, I thought it was just fine on a regular TV. Like, I didn't long to see it on a long on a big screen. I didn't think it was that impressive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, I mean... I don't know, like, there's something about the way 300 was shot that I just, you know, man, just seeing it on the big screen was just beautiful. Maybe it was the slow motion, or I don't know what, but it was just, man, that movie's beautiful. Hmm. Beautifully done. I, I, I really I really like the way the movie looks. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I understand that it might not be your cup of tea, you know? Oh yeah, I mean it, it's not like a cinematic masterpiece, but I, mean, I, just, I just thought it's like at least it's a fun, visually arresting action movie. Mm-hmm. But hell, she's yeah, loving no. Deep Space Nine, like I said, which is pretty awesome. I'm glad right, she's right. I'm glad she's liking that. Except she's liking it too much. She's watching it without me sometimes. I'm like, I want to watch it too. Because I mean, like I, I'm just craving good Star Trek since Discovery's been so bad. I'm just like, oh man, this is so good. She likes Quark. She likes Quark the best. Quark and Garrick. <laughs> I mean, those those are great characters, so don't get around that. Yeah, I, I, I was like, oh, oh, we finally saw our first Moogie episode the other day, and she's like, I don't like Moogie. She's mean to Quark. And I'm like, oh, really? 